welcome to another episode of the Double Comma Club with your host, Nicole Ruth of the Ruth Team, the number one lending team in Colorado. Good morning. So I want to talk about a few things lending today, right? Sometimes I talk about what's going on in the economy. Sometimes I just go off on a rant. <laughs> it's been known to happen. Um, but happy Tuesday. It is an amazingly beautiful day. It's a little slippery and a little cold, um, but I love it when it snows because we just don't get it that often. So I want to talk about the fact that we have an incredibly low amount of inventory. In fact, I just heard a national statistic that we have 910,000 homes nationwide for sale. 910,000 homes nationwide for sale. We have 3.3 million people in the Denver market alone. So if we have 3.3 million people in the Denver Metro and 910,000 homes nationwide, they couldn't even all find a home. I, I, the number just blows my mind because I know how low it is here. I mean, we saw at the end of December, it was 1,477. And then, you know, last week we had 1,550 on Tuesday. And so how do you get into a home? I mean, that's, that's the question that my buyers keep having, your buyers, if you're a real estate agent watching this, that we keep butting our head up against the wall going, how do I find my people a home when there's 150 showings, 50 offers, and it's gone 25 to $100,000 over asking? We're there again. Like, it happened overnight. January kicked off right away without missing a step, right? We had a little bit of a lull right around the holiday uh, between Christmas and New Year's, and then everybody came back out. We've been warning that we have very little inventory, that you can't sit around waiting. And the sellers that are getting on the market right now with the extreme low level of inventory absolutely have the upper hand. It is an extreme seller's market so i don't want to talk to the sellers because you guys got it good <laughs> like there's nothing i need to tell you other than there's never been probably a better time to take advantage of the opportunities to get the highest and best for your home so take a little extra effort and make sure that you're dialed in right you want to make sure that you've got street appeal that you walk in and you've got a wow factor yes those orphan homes that have been a little bit left behind when it comes to modernization are still selling because they have opportunity, but there's gonna be less people bidding on them. If a buyer can walk in and see themselves in your home and it's done, sky's the limit right now, right? I mean, the number of offers that you're gonna have are gonna be a little bit insane. So let's go back to our buyers because that's who I wanna talk about. So we have to get super creative. So one of the things that my team is doing, and I know that there's probably other lenders doing it, um, but I'll say that we've got a lot of our clients going through the process of a TBD underwrite. So what is that? It's to be determined, right? TBD. And this is where we disclose the loan. We gather all of the income and the asset documentation. We completely underwrite that file for a particular to be determined purchase price 
with an estimated amount down with estimated insurance and taxes based on the range that you're looking in and we have an underwriter qualify and verify that income qualify and verify those assets then all we need is the property that can make a huge difference that can give you the ability to waive the loan objection so if you walked in right now and you could close in 10 to 14 days and waive loan objection would that help you put your best foot forward buyers today cannot second guess buyers today have to be fully committed before you go put in any offers you need to know how much can i qualify for how much am i comfortable with how much money do i have available for this purchase so that i can go in huge with my highest and best it's important that you know what that limit is because that limit is going to be tested in a market like this so if you have a full to be determined tbd underwrite done with our underwriters and they know that they've qualified everything then we can actually put a seal that looks like this and we've been doing it more and more on the bottom of your lender letter and this says the earnest money is guaranteed it means that you don't have anything to risk from the loan perspective then you just have to focus on the inspection and the appraisal and i want to talk about those as well but as a buyer, you have to know full well that this is gonna be a hot market. And here's something I would do, because you can't second guess. You gotta be ready to jump and jump fast. If you see a house that's come on the market and you like that area, that house, you need to get in and you need to put in an offer right away. If you're the first offer in, I would ask my agent to ask the listing agent, hey, we're gonna go in, we're gonna go in strong. But since I'm the first one in, can I have the ability to come around at the back and beat other offers? Do I have the ability to put in a second offer? I'd certainly ask, right? I mean, the listing agent and the seller might determine that they don't want to give you that opportunity, but why wouldn't you ask for the opportunity? If you were eager and ready and jumped, they know you're committed. That's what you have to show. You have to show your commitment. So this earnest money guarantee is huge because it says that we have fully underwritten your loan. You are as good as cash when it comes to the loan. There's still the inspection and the appraisal. So let's talk about that. So the inspection, obviously, anybody buying a home today, cash, finance, or otherwise, is gonna go through an inspection. It's determined whether or not they're gonna require things to be fixed. Now, as cash buyers, you have the ability to not ask for certain things that a loan or a lender might require, like if the roof is caving in, or if, it's, if there's unsafe, um, areas to the home, maybe the hand railings are falling off or there's space between the stairs in that home or the foundation is cracked. I mean, there are things that an appraiser will see. Now the home inspection, a lender doesn't need to see. So there's gonna be lots of things in there that you're not gonna have to worry about as far as the loan goes. I'm gonna leave that up to you and your buyer's agent to determine what is required to be fixed for health and safety and what is negligible, right? Because this is the time where you're gonna to have to let all the stuff go that's minor. 
you know, there might be a hundred minor things on that inspection report and you want that inspection report. I do. I have a great inspector and he gives me a full run all the way down to this plug is not working or this outlet or this, this pipe or whatever it is. I want to know every nook and cranny. It's kind of like my work order, right? These are the things that I need to take care of once I own the home. But you circle those health and safety ones, the really, really big ones. Otherwise, in this market, you're pushing all that to the side. Then there's the appraisal. So in today's market where people are upbidding, we have something called an appraisal gap. And we, we joke about appraisal gap insurance, right? And I want to talk about that. But first, I want to let you know that our team will run your loan before you ever get under contract with that address and see if we can get an appraisal waiver. Well, what's that, right? This could be where you don't have to worry or even order an appraisal. So if you're putting 20% down and you have a strong profile and the current home is financed by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. So why does that matter? So Fannie Mae has its own database of appraisal values and Freddie Mac has its own database of appraisal values. And Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac together make conventional loans. Not FHA, not VA, not USDA. We're talking about conventional loans and not jumbo. All right, you're not going to get an appraisal waiver on a jumbo and you're not going to get an appraisal waiver on FHA, VA and USDA. But you can get an appraisal waiver on conventional. So on conventional loans, if you're putting 20% down and that home was recently financed by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, we check both databases and that's important. We actually run that loan scenario with that address through Fannie Mae's underwriting system and Freddie Mac's underwriting system. Those automatic underwriting systems are instantaneous. I can tell you once I put in that address and I do the validation whether or not that address with that loan parameters is going to give an appraisal waiver. And you can go in putting in an offer with an earnest money guarantee and an appraisal waiver and a 10 day close. This is the kind of thing that you need to be thinking about and thinking about strongly as you jump in. And I say jump. And I say that specifically because this is not the market where you can dip your toes in. I mean, you can, but you're going to frustrate yourself and probably your agent, but definitely yourself, right? Because it's a hard market. But if you need to get that first offer, second offer in and kind of feel it out, I get that, right? But going in with your best foot forward, knowing how high can I go before I tap out, how much money do I have to hit any kind of appraisal gap, and can I get fully TBD underwritten so that I can get an earnest money guarantee and waive loan objection? And can I get an appraisal waiver and waive the appraisal objection? So let's talk about the appraisal gap insurance. I say that jokingly because when I first came out with that, my team was like, <gasps> what are you doing to us? Appraisal gap insurance isn't really insurance. It's a term used to be able to manage the loan parameters so that you can go in giving an appraisal gap knowing that you've got it covered. So this usually works with people who are putting more than 5% down. So if I'm putting say 10% down and that appraisal comes in a little low, 
How the loan is determined is the loan to value based on the sales price or the appraisal value, All right? So it's the lower of the two. So if I went in offering 600,000, but the appraisal came in at 590, my loan to value limit is based on the 590, not the 600. So people think, well, I've got to bring the whole $10,000 extra in. Well, maybe. But it depends on your loan parameters. If you were putting 10% down on that, so you're putting $60,000 down, well, I can shift it so that the loan is based on the appraised value and it doesn't change anything about your loan because the loan to value now instead of 10% down, maybe it's acting as if you were only putting 8% down, right? So maybe the loan to value went up from 90 to 92 or 93. So that would change slightly the mortgage insurance, but we can roll that in for a lot less money than the $10,000 gap. So with mortgage insurance, we can change the parameters of the loan and have it so that you don't bring any extra money to the closing table. So that's appraisal gap insurance. And then sometimes if the appraisal comes in really low and the seller has agreed to some sort of meeting you in the middle or coming down to a certain number, we can adjust that loan to value and even have the seller pay that upfront mortgage insurance, right? One time so that you don't have to carry it and they can pay that and then your loan stays exactly the same and your payment stays exactly the same. It's about creativity in an intense market. Because ultimately, I wake up every morning excited to help you get into a home. I know the power of real estate. I know that if you bought a home a year ago and didn't choose to rent again, you could be $100,000 richer or more. I know that with certainty. And I know that it's gonna take years before this market corrects and ever has a chance of seeing any kind of dip in value. And even if we see a dip in value in the future, we see a dip from what, right? I mean, how many years do we continue to go up in value before we see some sort of pullback? The Denver market in its very worst year lost 11%. And this was in the worst housing bust ever, 11%, one year. Three other years, it lost less than 3%. The Denver market actually leads the entire nation in recovery. We are now 105% higher than we were at the peak before the bust. It's a long game, it's not a short game, and you gotta get in to get started because rents are still going up, right? So if you choose to rent again for another year, you're gonna pay more for that. And those appraised values are gonna to continue to go up. In fact, I have a model that says, and I can send this to you if you ask me for it, and says, hey, look, I'm, I'm interested in this house. It's 600,000. I think I have to go up to 650 or 675. How long will it take me to make that money back? I can tell you. I can tell you how long it's gonna take you to make that money back based on our appreciation opportunities here in the Denver market or even being super conservative. I mean, the 30 year historical average for the growth in median prices here in the Denver market is 6%. So even if I take 6%, how long will it take me to regain or recoup that 50 or 75,000? And if you're buying this house for 10, 20, 30 years, 
It's a done deal. Do it. Because we are still at historically low interest rates. Even though our interest rates have come up, historically, we are incredibly low. Even if interest rates do go down, because we do see any kind of recessionary move, and we do see an inversion of the two and 10 year bond, which is the short term and the long term bonds. And when those invert, we're starting to head towards a recession. When manufacturing starts to slow down, when the economy starts to slow down, we are in an economic heyday. And if that happens, right, we could see interest rates drop. Then you could take the home price that you locked in today and even refinance it for a lower monthly payment with a lower interest rate. This is how you have to think. You have to jump in, put your best foot forward 100%. You have to be ready. You have to communicate with your lender what your limitations are and know how far you can stretch yourself because this market is not slowing down right now, right? It's going to continue to, I mean, you, it takes a while to come back from this kind of low inventory nationwide. So really quickly, I want to highlight a couple of other things that you as a buyer need to know that you have options with. If you need to jump into a jumbo loan, but you don't have a lot down, we have jumbo loans with as little as three and a half percent down. Again, it's about options. Because again, what if, what if you had 10% down or 15% down, but you wanted that home and you had to offer $75,000 over asking, then now I have options because if I can move you into a 5% down or three and a half percent down jumbo option, then that means that we can move you into that with an appraisal gap, right? Options. That's what I'm talking about. So we have the three and a half percent down jumbos. We have the DSCR, totally different. But if you don't think you qualify, we need to talk about that because the DSCR, the debt service coverage ratio alone, allows you to qualify just on the rental income alone. Again, that's not going to be a buyer advantage. It's just simply an opportunity to get into the market if you don't think you can. There might be an option where you can. Um, 10% down ITINs is really big. In fact, I was just talking to somebody about that today. It does have a minimum credit score of 680, um, but we also have credit repair. I have an in-house free credit optimization team. I have a partner that I love and adore, and he works with our harder, our more challenged credit repairs. If you need to do something, start doing that now. Don't wait until your lease is up. If your lease is up, say in April or May, you need to start looking at your credit report right now and figure out what you can do to optimize that credit report to get the best interest rate, which also, you might not know this, with a better credit score, not only do you get a better interest rate, but you have a higher probability to get an automated approval through Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac on a higher loan to value or debt to income. So what does that mean, right? It's options. Again, what if I have, I'm only putting 5% down or 3% down and my credit score is 660 versus if it's 750, that 660 might stop at a debt to income ratio of 43%. Whereas I can only go so high in my house payment now because of that limitation. But if I have a 740 maybe, maybe I can go up to 50% debt to income ratio. So now by getting in front of this and building up my credit, I can afford more in this hot market. Options, education and options. We've gotta be 100% game on right now as buyers. 
So if you're not working with a lender that is absolutely talking to you about these things, or if you want to continue to talk about these things, we need to talk. We can also close in as little as 10 days, especially with either the TBD or the full earnest money guarantee. 10 days is massive. It's a game changer in this market. So if you need any of these, waiving loan objection, waiving the appraisal deadline, 10-day close, uh, the appraisal gap insurance, you need alternatives, you need the low down jumbos or a creative lender to find the solution if the appraisal does come in low because right now as everybody's bidding up prices, it's gonna happen. Then you need to talk to a creative lender. Options, that's what home lending is all about. Well, Nicole Ruth with the Ruth team of Fairway Mortgage, I hope you guys are staying safe, staying warm and having a fantastic Tuesday. We'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Double Comma Club. Never miss an episode. Subscribe at thedoublecommaclub.com or your favorite podcast venue to hear more success stories. Get free tips on how you can get on the path to becoming a millionaire through real estate at any age. If you enjoyed this, you might also enjoy our YouTube channel. Just look for The Roof Team on YouTube or visit our site, theroofteam.com.